Greetings to all my Hemingway hopefuls and aspiring Austins. Welcome to another episode of the Pen to Profit podcast, Fiction Writing Tips. I'm your host, proofreader and writing consultant, Ray Evans. Today's episode is titled Selling Stories in Seconds, a masterclass on book blurbs and book descriptions. We're going to be delving into the fascinating world of, you probably guessed it, book blurbs and book descriptions. Yes, my friends, those pesky yet oh-so-important paragraphs that stand between your potential readers and the ever-elusive Buy Now button. Welcome to the Pin to Profit Podcast. This show is the fiction author's one-stop shop for all things writing, from pinning captivating prose to the nitty-gritty of grammar, to tips, tricks, and insider advice on marketing to turn your passion for writing into cold, hard cash. Because the only thing better than writing the next great American novel is making a fortune doing it. Am I right? With our guidance, you'll be raking in book sales faster than a cheetah on roller skates chasing a squirrel with a winning lottery ticket. So grab a cup of coffee and let's get ready to go on a rollicking ride into the realm of writing riches. Because the Pin to Profit podcast starts now. Your book blurb is like the icing on a cake, the cherry on your sundae, the metaphorical bait for your literary fishing trip. They're short, they're sweet, but boy do they pack a punch. They're like that first impression on a blind date. Mess it up, and you'll never know what could have been. In the world of independent publishing, your book blurb is the prime real estate that makes readers go, hmm, I might actually read that. Or, what in the dickens was that about? See what I did there? Dickens? Eh, never mind. The blurb gives your readers a VIP tour of your story's main attractions. Imagine your blurb as a movie trailer. It sets the tone, introduces the characters, teases the plot, but never, I repeat, never spills the beans about the ending. A blurb that gives away the ending is like a magician revealing his secrets. It's a big, fat no-no. Now, it may seem like a simple snippet on the back of your book, but it's like the literary equivalent of speed dating. You got a few seconds to woo the reader, or they swipe left and move on. The blurb is where the rubber meets the road, my friends. It's the flashy billboard that beckons the reader to take a detour into the world you've created. And if you're not nailing it, you're failing it. People judge books by their covers, like we talked about in last week's episode, in case you missed it, but they buy them by their blurbs. A good blurb is like a finely tuned movie trailer for your novel. It gives a sneak peek without giving away the farm. It tantalizes without over-explaining. It's an elevator pitch where you're stuck between floors with your future reader. Now, a lackluster blurb? That's a one-way ticket to the discount bin at the back of the bookstore, my friend. It's like going to the prom in sweatpants with curlers in your hair. You might be comfortable, but nobody's going to be lining up asking you to dance. Think of it this way. You spent months, even years, crafting your story. Don't let it all unravel with a blurb that's as compelling as watching beige paint dry. A well-crafted blurb has the power to skyrocket your sales, peaking intrigue in casual browsers and transforming them into diehard fans. Get it wrong and, well, you've got a coaster for your coffee cup. So, sharpen those pencils or flex those typing fingers and hone that blurb. It's the 30-second audition for your book, and you'd better make it count. 
Next, we'll dive into crafting that killer blurb, and I promise, it'll be more satisfying than finding that missing sock from the laundry. Tips and tricks for the perfect book blurb. If writing your novel was climbing Mount Everest, crafting the perfect blurb is the victorious flag planting at the summit. It's concise, engaging, and leaves readers craving more. Number one, know your audience. The key ingredient to a blurb that sells is like a spy knowing his mark. You've got to know your audience. I'm not talking about vague notions like, oh, they like mysteries. I mean really knowing them like a cat knows the exact moment you're trying to sleep. Why is this so critical, you ask? Well, it's like cooking for a guest. You wouldn't serve steak to a vegetarian, right? Unless you were trying to recreate a horror scene from your book. Knowing your audience allows you to craft a blurb that resonates with their inner bookworm. Let's say you've written a gritty Orwellian sci-fi novel brimming with techno jargon. Your blurb shouldn't sound like a romantic sunset walk on the beach. It's got to scream lasers, androids, and a grim dystopian future. Your readers need to feel the cold steel of a space cruiser, not the soft caress of waves. Similarly, if you're penning a heartfelt romance, don't bog your blurb down with the technical details of the hero's career as an aeronautical engineer. Focus on the longing glances, the stolen kisses, and the forbidden love that transcends even the most complex mathematical equations. Knowing your audience is about creating a targeted message. It's like Cupid's arrow aimed right at the heart or brain of your specific readers. It's an invitation to a party where they're the guest of honor. You're not just saying, here's a book. You're saying, here's your book. It's like opening a door into your novel and rolling out the red carpet, complete with their favorite snacks. Get to know your readers. Lurk in the forums, subreddits, and Facebook groups that they frequent. Spy on their reading habits. Understand their likes, dislikes, what makes them tick, what makes them click, buy now. It's not stalking, it's targeted marketing. Remember, knowing your audience is like knowing where to tickle a dragon. Get it right and you're golden. Get it wrong and you're toast. Now I want you to imagine telling a diehard football fan the score of the Super Bowl instead of describing the winning touchdown in the last eight seconds of the game. See the difference? Your blurb should invoke emotions, not just list off facts. Now I know you've all heard this before, show don't tell. It's the mantra of writing coaches everywhere, echoing through the halls of writing seminars like a catchy pop song you can't get out of your head. But when it comes to blurb writing, my friends, it's the secret sauce, the jazz hands, the big flashy finish that turns browsers into buyers. You see, telling is like a friend recounting the plot of a movie, complete with spoilers, while you're stuck in a waiting room. Showing, on the other hand, is like being in the director's chair, feeling the tension, living the drama, tasting the popcorn. Oh, wait, that's the theater experience, but you get my drift. Your blurb is not a plot summary. It's a tease, a flirtation, a wink across the room to your potential reader. Here's how to do it. 1. Use sensory details. If your book is set in a haunted mansion, don't just say, it's a scary place. Describe the creaking floorboards, the chill in the air, the shadow that moves just out of sight, and the whispering voices from within the walls. Make your readers feel the ghostly presence, even if they're reading your blurb in broad daylight. 2. Embrace emotion. Let's say main character is in love. Don't tell me they're smitten. Show me their heartbeat accelerating, their palms sweating, their inability to speak without tripping over words whenever his or her love interest is near. Make me fall in love too. 3. Create intrigue with action. Your protagonist is a skilled assassin. Show them in action in your blurb. The glint of a blade, a stealthy approach, a target unknowingly sipping coffee. Let your readers be part of the thrill. 4. Hint at conflict. 
conflict drives story, and your blurb needs to hint at the tensions, the dilemmas, and the life-and-death choices without spelling them all out. It's like laying a trail of breadcrumbs without showing the whole loaf. So, aspiring blurb virtuosos, remember, you're painting a picture, not listing the colors. Show, don't tell, is not just a rule. It's an invitation to a dance where your words lead and your readers follow, all the way to the checkout page. Another key point to remember is to invoke a question. Your blurb should be like that intriguing neighbor across the street. You don't know much about them, but you're dying to find out. Pose a question or present a mystery that your reader will want to solve. Also be sure to mind the length. A blurb isn't war and peace. It's the literary equivalent of speed dating. Get in, make your impression, and get out. Around 150, 200 words should do the trick. Now let's not confuse book blurbs with book descriptions. While blurbs are like a tantalizing appetizer, descriptions are the full meal deal. More detailed, more informative, but still holding that mystery card close to the chest. Here's how to do your book description right in five steps. Number one, hook them with a strong opening. Craft a strong lead. Think of this as your elevator pitch within an elevator pitch. You've got a sentence or two to intrigue, tantalize, and captivate. Go for the jugular. Make it gripping, emotional, or puzzling, but make it count. And avoid spoilers. Your opening shouldn't give away the plot's juicy twists and turns. Tease, but don't tell. Keep them wanting more. Number two, create vivid characters and settings. Character descriptions. Who are the stars of your story? Give your readers a glimpse without turning it into a police report or a laundry list. Is your heroine a fiery rebel or a thoughtful philosopher? Show it. Settings that pop. Whether it's a bustling city or a desolate wasteland, use evocative language to paint a picture without overloading them with details. Remember, it's a sneak peek, not a geography lesson. Number three, highlight the conflict. Make it clear what the stakes are. What's at risk? Is the world about to end? Is love hanging by a thread? Make it clear what's at stake without giving away how it all pans out. Tension. Inject a dose of tension to make readers' hearts race. Conflict is the engine of your story, so give them a taste of the ride they're in for. Number four. Include social proof, if applicable. Reviews and endorsements. If you've got them, flaunt them. Short snippets from glowing reviews, assuming that you gave away advanced reader copies, can reinforce the potential reader's interest. Awards and recognition. Did you win a literary prize or get recognition or praise by an esteemed, famous author? Here's where you can show it off, subtly of course. Number five, a strong closing call to action. End with a bang, ask a riveting question, or end with a thought-provoking statement that leaves them yearning for more. Include buying information. It's all about the sale, right? Make it easy for them to take the next step. Provide clear and direct links to where they can buy the book. There you have it, an in-depth look into the fantastical world of extended book descriptions, where each word is a step towards making that sale. It's not just about listing facts, it's about telling a mini-story that represents the magnificent beast that is your book. So whether you're penning the next great American novel or just a quirky tale about house cats with superpowers, don't overlook the powers of a good book blurb and description. They're like your book's frontman, working the crowd, making the introductions. I'm Ray Evans, signing off, and this has been another episode of the Pen to Profit podcast, where we always say, the pen is mightier than the sword. Unless you're in a sword fight, then you're screwed. Thanks for tuning in to the Pen to Profit podcast. 
If you've enjoyed hanging out with us today, swing by iTunes or your podcast app of choice and leave a rating and write a review. And don't forget to hit that subscribe button to get more of this grammar goulash delivered piping hot to your ear holes every week. And if you're looking for more tips, tricks, and free trainings that aren't available anywhere else, click the link in the show notes to join the Author Success Hub Facebook group. It's one part mastermind group and one part creative writing workshop. Except you can attend in your pajamas without judgment. Plus, you'll be mixing it up with fellow authors who are all about that writing and profiting life. Until next time, keep putting pen to paper and turning those pages to profit. Ciao.